Welcome to Vitalnomics, the Church Vitality Podcast, a digital arm of the Church Vitality Network. I'm your host, Gary Moritz, and joining me will be today's voices in church revitalization and renewal. This is a place to find spiritual health, active leadership, and finding legacy over longevity. No matter where you are on the revitalization journey, God is writing your story through His church. He's called you to do it. So whatever you do, don't quit. Reach out and keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. If you find this episode helpful, share it. If you have some helpful insights on revitalization, let's share them on the show. Now, let's get into today's topic. What's up, people, revitalizers around the country? We are talking about something so near and dear to our heart. We're going to be addressing winning in your health, and we are so excited about this. And I just had a kind bar, <laughs> and uh, Janet and I were just talking about, we. I think we have snack duty tonight. We have snack duty for our teens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're on this rotation schedule. We're not, yep, as parents, you know, we're diving in there and supporting our teenagers. And our leaders, yeah. yeah and our leaders, I don't think we're going to buy them kind bars. No, no, probably not. Yeah. Like Doritos? Doritos, I don't know, cereal bar? I, I don't know. all the unhealthy cereals that their parents won't buy them? Yeah, yeah. We, try, we like yeah. to spoil them. Yeah, so I, I don't know what we're going to get, but probably not <laughs> kind bars. Yeah. So listen, don't uh, don't go out and eat cookies after this podcast. Yeah. We we want to help you to <laughs> ice cream, Dairy Queen. Yeah. <laughs> we want to help you to win in your health, and this is a really serious topic because there is a large amount of unhealthiness in pastors, and it's really overwhelming when you tend to look at it. You know, it's interesting. SoulShepherding.org made a reference at one point that. The, the stress level of mm-hmm. pastors really leads to them being unhealthy. And then that stress could add to them overeating, yep. under-exercising, kind of becoming reclusive. And we just want to really kind of address that today and, and how to help you win in your health. Yeah. How many of us are so exhausted at the end of the day? We don't want to go to the gym or get on that treadmill yeah. or the Peloton for or you. the Peloton. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah that's good. That's yeah. good. And, and so with that, you know, many times we can just be like, you know what, I'm not going to worry about my health and our health sneaks up on us. Yep. And then we find that it's too late and we find ourselves maybe in a situation based upon how we've taken care of our bodies up until this point. And I think as revitalizers, you know, it's one thing to revitalize a church, but I always ask the question, how can you revitalize a church when you're, yourself isn't revitalized? There's like lack of vitality in yourself. And so I think that's yeah. that's really, really important for us to just talk about. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, we, you know, when we think about this concept of shepherding and shepherding ourselves and shepherding others and bringing vitality into those situations, you know, I'm reminded of what Peter talks about, how we're supposed to shepherd God's flock that's been given mm-hmm. to us. But not only that, but we're supposed to be an example to yeah. the flock and that's what he addresses in chapter five of First Peter. And it's really important because we as leaders need to be examples to our people and our people rise to the leader. Yep. And that's that's really, really important. And so you show me a healthy pastor and I'll show you a healthy church. Okay. You show me an unhealthy pastor, I'll show you an unhealthy church. And it's it's crazy how those two things go together. And and I so I think what we want to do is we we want to teach you how to win in your health. And so we're going to just kind of do an acrostic health. And, and so the first, the, the first one, H, 
it stands for that we have to honor God with our with our bodies. You know, where we're an entity in ourselves, mm-hmm. and I think it's important that we have to be aware of our physical condition and ultimately realize that our body it's been given to us by God and that we're we're to be stewards of that. And so our body does matter to God. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you're not going to have the the physical stamina Mm-mm. to do the work that yeah. God has given you if you're not taking care of it. Um, you've you know you've said before you know exercise is a form of worship it is yeah 100 percent. and and you know people like hey i want to go on a missions trip and i'm I'm looking at them and i'm like you, you can't even walk to the door of the church how are you going to go overseas and walk up hills you know and it's like we want to be ready for what god has for us and so i think it's important that you know not just physical but i think about your your mental health your mm-hmm. spiritual health your emotional health and there's tons of books like pete scazzaro i mean it's written yeah great stuff that's they've him and jerry been a blessing to us and and it's just those types of things like we need to pay attention to that stuff and and that's really really important because our bodies is it houses the holy spirit of god and it's it's important for us to to honor god with with our our bodies with our mind with our emotions everything i think that that has a huge thing if we learned anything absolutely it's, it's, it's that what what would you say what does e stand for e expect commitment yeah it's a commitment it is and you know we are busy (laughs) let's face it there's always you know i always say to people look i always have unanswered email yeah there's always a text to return there's always a phone call to make and there's always a conversation to be had so um you know in ministry the to-do list is never done yeah but just like we schedule appointments yeah we have to make a commitment to that whether it's gym time or treadmill time or food prep time yeah just to make sure that we're making wise choices so you have to commit to living a disciplined life and just winning over the temptation to just settle Mm. you know and i this is one area you you are a very disciplined person you can't (laughs) you can't be vegan and not be disciplined okay and i'm vegan for you listeners so go on i want the jokes to fly in go on let you know let them have it uh (laughs) you know you're very disciplined and that's something you know that uh i admire in your life is that you've made it a priority and it's an example to us and our kids. Like we have to be disciplined and, and it's not easy. You know, again, there's, we're, we're busy, but if we don't take the time to really commit to our physical and mental, yeah. you know, spiritual well-being, uh, you know, we're not going to be as productive. We're not going to, we're not going to be as useful. Yeah. Really, you have to, the people to be around committed. us. Yeah. You know, and it's the same time for your quiet time. It's, it's a, you know, we have to be disciplined, right? Yeah. In our, in our prayer time, in our daily time, you know, sitting at the feet of Jesus. And you have to be committed. You have to schedule it. Yeah. And and it's crazy. You know, I, uh, w- one of the other leaders that I, I really admire is for, for his fact that he takes really good care of himself is Greg Rochelle. Mm-hmm. And I was actually encouraged because I eat my carrots with hummus. And I saw a video, he posted a video of him eating carrots with peanut butter. And I was like, I need to try that. Yeah, and so I actually I, I actually do that now to change it up from hummus yeah. to peanut butter. Uh, so thanks, Craig, for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's really, really good. And so I just like to snack on that, like brain food. You know, that's a big deal. I'll talk about that in a minute, but that's, yeah. that's huge for me. But it's like, you know, we may not naturally, like I'm not naturally you know, excited about carrots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's hard, but I have to, for you know, that's we some areas in our life, we 
we naturally excel at and it's that discipline is easy for us yeah whereas some disciplines are a lot harder and we have to focus and be very intentional and so you know that's an area that i specifically like i've got to like force myself okay i need to stop i need to get on the treadmill yeah i've got to get moving i haven't i've been sitting all day you know, at my laptop and I look up and I've got, you know, hey, it's five o'clock and I've got 1000 steps. That's a problem. (laughs) Okay. That's a problem. So, you know, understand, you know, accept your weaknesses and, 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 and just do whatever you have to do to get that time set aside so that you can, can commit. Yeah. So honor God with your life. E is expect commitment. Commitment. And A is Ask God to help you think correctly. Mm-hmm. Going back to what you were saying, like I don't feel like it. I, have, I don't I've got feel to, like yeah, it. I have to no. think. It's your thinking. Yeah, right? yeah. Our feelings will get us into trouble, right? Yeah. And so yeah. I've said for a long time, you know, the, the way you think is the way you the way you live. And so it, it's huge because thinking drives everything. It, it drives how you view the day. It views how you get up, how you approach things, and and thinking is huge. And so with the concept of thinking, you have to be careful because as Proverbs says, as, as you think in your heart, so you are. And, and that's huge. And so it's important that when you come to God, you've got to say, look, I, I, I need to think correctly mm-hmm. about the way I'm thinking about my health. Because if you think negative, then that's pessimistic thoughts. That's negative thoughts, yeah. which is ultimately going to affect your health. It's going to affect your speech. It's going to affect everything. Um, you're not going to want to work out. You're not going mm-hmm. to feel, you, you know, you're not going to feel inspired. And so some people have a different approach of, of maybe how they view their life and, and ministry. And I think it's good that maybe we kind of cover maybe some unhealthy attitudes. Yeah. yeah, like you can reject your life and your ministry. Yeah. And this is, you know, how you've explained it. It's too much detection. Yeah. You can overanalyzing. Just be so overanalyzing so critical. Of, of your life or maybe your body mm-hmm. or um, your habits and you can be so critical it could paralyze you and you yeah. you know you have those negative thoughts you know well well God tells us that we are we are beautiful we're fearfully and wonderfully made yeah. and um, we have to value yeah. you know we have to value the life that God has given us so you could you could reject your body too much detection yeah and I was it was interesting I had a conversation with my trainer this morning and he was telling me about a guy that was really morbidly obese and he lost a lot of weight and he is basically ripped now. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's really bulked out and he's, he's taken, you know, really good care of himself. He looks like a totally different person, but when he looks in the mirror, he still, he still sees the obese and feels, sees person. It and feels it. He has a distortion and he's mm-hmm. constantly looking at himself and Hopefully one day I can share this, maybe talk with it, that what we're talking about, because it's just too much detection, like tearing yourself apart and you can Tearing yourself apart all the time. Yeah. Yeah. What about another one? You can, you can try to perfect your life and your ministry. And this is too much reflection. Like that's all you think. Like the guys in the gym that keep staring in the mirror after every lift. Yeah. Drives me crazy. And that's your whole focus. Yeah. Is your physical health or, you know, you dive in and, and that's, it consumes you. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like one extreme to the next. Yeah. I think a good word here is, you know, another one is you could totally neglect, and this is like too less inspection where you don't even look <laughs> at it at all. Yeah. You're like, this is the way I am. This is how I'm going to live. And yeah. And that, and that even happened to me. Like yeah. when I became a youth pastor, like yeah. it was just, I went from being in the Marine Corps running with guys that were training for the Marine Corps marathon 
being ripped at 5% body fat. And I knew God was my papa. And I turned around and made yeah. Papa John's my papa. It and was I was snacks. just eating the snacks. It was snacks the snacks. At, at it the was youth. youth. It was the, it was the, the pizza. <laughs> the pizza. The cereal bar. Yeah. All those unhealthy snacks. Like you can just, and you can, you didn't run for the longest time. And yeah. that was when you got into kind of crisis was it you just, you got so consumed with, with ministry. ministry. You threw yourself into ministry and you neglected yeah. your physical health. And it until until you had to yeah like until you know the, the doctor, doctor said, said yeah hey buddy, this you're is not a, we're not healthy and this is a problem yeah. and so all of these things that you can go to one extreme or the other I think the the key word here is balance yeah yeah balance and and so those are like three unhealthy attitudes but mm-hmm. that there's also a healthy one you can direct your life in ministry yeah and that's really you know giving giving God honor. And just saying, God, you yeah, know, here's honoring, my life and, yeah. and I'm just everything I do emotionally, physically, spiritually, mentally. I'm just going to direct it towards you. and I'm going to give my best in these areas. I'm going to take care of the body that you've given me, knowing yeah. that it's a tool. It's a it's the vessel of, you know, the Holy Spirit lives inside of me. And this is the body that I'm going to be doing ministry in. <laughs> right. You know, this is I need I, I need my body. Yeah. I would like healthy. Thor's body, but I don't want to do what Thor did. That's yeah. the problem. No. Yeah. But you need your body. To, you need to be healthy. And, you know, of course, these all talk about health challenges that we can control and health that we can control. Of course, yeah. some people do struggle with things. Correct. It's out of their control. Out of their control. It's out of their control. And that's one thing. This is making choices with our physical health that, that could be harmful to us if we, if we don't get them under control. Yeah. And, and so that's important, which kind of leads me into the, the next letter, L, uh, is to learn right. And, and that's dealing with adding healthy eating habits and exercise, basic exercise in, in your daily life. And so if you kind of don't know where to start, it's important to start with what the doctors start with. You, you know, your first five numbers, they go through those numbers and they're like, let's run through the numbers and the numbers tell the story. And unfortunately mm-hmm. it tells the true story. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the numbers don't lie. Yeah. And so, you know, making sure you're finding out your total cholesterol, your your good HDL, which is an area that, that I struggle with that I'm constantly watching, blood pressure, that's that's a key thing. Fasting, you know, your your fasting blood sugar, your yeah. your body mass index, you know, start with that. That's not always accurate. If you're muscular, your BMI really goes out the window because muscle weighs more and usually but but that's that's to get a good you know, a good working concept of where you are and just start walking. Mm-hmm. Walking and water. They're two easy changes that we always <laughs> yeah. talk about. Yeah. Walking and water. Yeah. Walk just with your water. Walk with your water. Just walk. <laughs> Get moving. Yeah. Basically, it's just about, you know, that um, active lifestyle. Again, you could sit behind your desk for yeah. how many hours and not even realize not even walk not even walk not even get up not even stand and you know sitting for those long periods of time are, are, are not good for you yeah and and it's interesting i'm not a big apple watch person i'm a huge fitbit watch person i love the I'm fitbit apple watch. Yeah, i know you're I apple know. watch i'm apple watch i love fitbit because it started out as a health watch and that was the whole thing and so just keeping an eye on how much i'm moving making sure i'm getting 250 steps per hour that type of thing, just walking around. Well, I love my little, like, little arm time to stand. And I'm like, yeah. I'm in a meeting. I'm like, guys, I got it. It's time to stand. All right, let's all stand. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's, so. it's amazing. Like just get out and, and walk. And then when you're dealing with, with eating, you know, a lot of the things that I think about is I've done a lot of research on the human brain and, and what kind of foods actually you need to think. And so I struggled with 
ADHD for a long time and I figured out I, I've consumed a lot of sugar yeah. and that added to the distractions. But once I got that under control, I started to really, you know, eat from my brain and drink water from my body. And those mm -hmm. were kind of the two rules that I had in place. And, you know, really thinking about like eating for my health, not my happiness. Like I, yes, I, I would love to have ice cream. Yes, I would love to have, you know, 15 Oreo cookies. Like I love Oreo cookies, but Thanks to Catalina Crunch, they got a there brand go. new, healthy, high fiber. Same. It's not the same, it's but not. for me, it's awesome. Okay. Don't knock it. Come I'm on. I'm not knocking the Catalina Crunch. Okay. All right. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's just really, really important. So, so add, you know, healthy eating habits, yep. eat the rainbow, vegetables, uh, broccoli, kale, all that good stuff. Yeah. And it takes time, but it's time well worth it. You've got to yeah. really prepare prepare. And how many times have we been, you know, just having a stressful day? Yeah. We work in the same on yeah. the same campus, you yeah. know, but just saying, okay, let's get up and walk around the building. Let's walk around the campus two or three times to clear our heads, get some fresh air. Yeah. It changes the perspective. It does. It, it does. really does. It's helpful. So you're, you know, the foods you're eating and the activity level will help you feel better if absolutely. you're putting the right things into your body. Yeah, absolutely. So L is for learn right. T is for try forming a team. This is huge. The people around you take mm -hmm. you places. Absolutely. And so it's really, really important. And so you have to have people that are going to cheer for you and help you win. And so bringing accountability in your life to make sure that people are saying, hey, did you work out? Or, hey, how did your workout go? Or, hey, what are you doing differently? Or you being my wife, you're yeah. always like, hey, Gary, like cooking something for me, knowing that it's healthy. Like you're not going to cook me a steak because no, I'm vegan. You're vegan. Right. <laughs> but, but it's a commitment. It's, a it's commitment. not just a commitment for you. It's a commitment for the family. For the family. Yeah. To understanding that, you know, we love you. We want you around for, you know, your, our kids and your grandkids and, yeah, and you want to have that influence, influence. Over, the, over them. And so just because of your health, we know that you've, you're at certain risk levels mm -hmm. and we have to be committed to helping you when you're busy and have had a crazy day, have healthy options for you. Yeah, absolutely. At home. Absolutely. And sometimes busyness can bury the revitalizer because you're trying to work on so many things that you forget about you. You're so concerned about others. You're so concerned about what you need to do in the church that you start to forget about yourself. Yeah. You're dealing with people and problems and, and there's so much going on. And really you've got to create a team around you. That's going to come around and say, you know, Hey pastor, um, you need to take off. Yeah. Or you, you need to rest. You, you need to rest. Tired. Yeah. You look tired. Like I get that a lot. I mean, yeah. I must be tired a lot. Yeah. But <laughs> just having those people that are willing to say to you, okay, it's okay to take a break. You know, you don't have it's key. to. Yeah, it's key. You don't have to go full throttle all the time. So just dialogue with your people. And people, and it's really cool. And I've learned this. And let me give you a, a, a tidbit. What you say from the stage, <laughs> what you're gonna right? People will respond to that. Like I made a joke one time and I don't want to gross anybody out, but around Easter time, I love black jelly beans. Black I, jelly beans. I know, I know that people hate, that's like the outcast jelly bean of all jelly beans, but I like. Who likes a whole bag of just black jelly beans? Yeah. And so this church, this church member actually ordered me five pounds of black jelly yeah, beans at be my door. <laughs> but I love how, you know, you, you know, you've explained, you've yeah. been very vocal from this stage. Yeah. That, you know, your health concerns and yeah. your health challenges. 
And so our church family is awesome. Yeah. Like they love to surprise you with vegan things. It just <laughs> yeah. happened this past, you know, yeah, yeah. this past week or so. Awesome. You know, hey, I tried out this new recipe for yep. vegan cookies. Yeah. Because I know he can eat them. And so those people are on your team. Yeah. You know, they're pulling for you and they want the best for you. Yeah. You know, when we go to people, I always tell people, don't stress about trying to feed Pastor <laughs> Gary. Okay. If they invite us over for dinner, I know vegan is a challenge. No tofu. How many of us really know how to cook tofu? I don't well, think anybody does. Nobody does. I don't think so. But don't stress about it. But they love you. Yeah. And they want to do that. And so they're like, I've tried some new recipes. And, you know, we <laughs> love that. Those people are on your team because they want the best for you. Yeah. And so that's really good. So, so bring people around you that are going to help you succeed. And because as a revitalizer, you want to have vitality in your life and you Mm -hmm. need a team of people that are going to cheer for you. They're going to hold your arms up. They're going to step in when you need to step out. I mean, all of that is really, really important. So form your team wisely. The last thing is H and that's how will people remember you? This is key. Um, Going back to that first scripture in Peter, about being an example. I have that very high in my head. Like I always want to do what's right. I always want to be above reproach in all areas. And so if something is shady or cloudy, I just don't go near it. Mm -hmm. I'm just not, I don't like running in those lanes, but really coming down to creating a plan uh, for your life and creating a plan for healthy living so that you can navigate for a lasting legacy and how people are going to remember you. And I don't want to be the grandpa that is sitting in a chair that can't get up. I want to be able to kick a soccer ball around. I want to be able to chase my grandkids, you know, so running and making sure that I'm on that Peloton, which is a cult, by the way. And I guess I'm a (laughs) part of it at hashtag Peloton pastor. Um, I'm very excited about it. I love my bike and it's just a great community. And, And so you know, being being a part of having a legacy and wanting to live, it, yeah. it has to do with everything you do. And you have to think for the marathon, not the sprint. And so if you want to be around a long time, be careful what you put in your body, be yeah. careful what you're putting in your mind and everything else. Yeah. And I know, you know, we know that our days and the amount of our life and the, the length of our life is in God's hands. Yeah. God is course. sovereign. God is in control of that. However, we are, contr- are in control of the choices that we make daily. Yeah daily. And we know that bad choices can lead to really affecting our health to the point where we could be taking years or days or or weeks or months off our life with just bad choices. And so there are things in our control that we can, that we can do. And so, you know, for the amount of time that you're here on this earth, you want to have a quality of life, Mm -hmm. a healthy quality of life so that you can influence, like you said, You want to influence your children. You want to influence your grandchildren. You want to be able to go on vacations with them and run on the beach and enjoy that and have that fun time. And if you're living unhealthy and making unwise choices, you're not, chances are you're not going to be able to do that. Yeah. Right. And, and so, you know, going back to the concept of being a revitalized pastor, you know, it's, it's never too late. And so I always say today's the first day for the rest of your life. Start today. Start today, you know, walk. Just start walking, drink water, take that extra soda out and replace it with water. Start slow. Uh, It's not going to be fixed overnight. People don't gain weight overnight. They gain it over a period of time. And so it takes a period of time. You know, it'll come off over a period of time. And so you just got to make it your goal. And, And so, you know, talking to our audience today, you know, I want you all to win in your health. I want you to be revitalized in you. 
in the sense of having vitality, to be able to lead well and to be able to not be popular, but live for influence over yeah. popularity. And it's not about necessarily, you know, longevity more than the legacy, the example that you're leaving for people to follow. It's really, really important. My grandfather died really early uh, from lung cancer. You know, he would smoke constantly and he would probably have been around a lot longer. My other grandfather, you know, his liver was shot from alcoholism and just he would have been around a little bit longer. But the grandmas were around a long time. They didn't do any of that. Yeah. And they were around a long time yeah. and, and they were a tremendous blessing in my yeah. life. And I, you know, I miss them. But I think about that. Like, I don't want to be that grandpa for my great grandkids where they don't, they've never met me. Yeah. I do want to be around for influence and, and have that godly influence. So I hope this encourages you and I hope you are ready to win in your health and so I believe that if revitalizers can win in their health, they can win in their ministry. Yeah, absolutely. And so if you need help, you know, if you're trying to figure this out, we just came out with a really good resource to help you process goals, process your journey, and just kind of figure things out with, you know, people, maybe people you want to spend time with, or maybe less people that you want to spend time mm -hmm. with, people you need on your team goals, all of that stuff. And it's a great resource. It's called Reboot and it's on Amazon and you can check it out. You know, we just, we care about you. We care about our audience and we want you to be around for the long haul. So just get started. Take yeah. small steps and get started today. So thanks so much for listening and we will talk to you soon.